Well, welcome everyone. Thank you for joining us for the Appraisal Buzzcast. The topic today is appraisal adaptation and modernization. I'm Jim Morrison with the Appraisal Buzz, and today we have Joan Trice, our founder and CEO, who'll be interviewing Georgia Pelka, the general manager for ACI. George and Joan will be discussing the history of appraisal software, how things have changed for appraisers during the pandemic, and what appraisal modernization has in store for the industry. Joan, I'll hand it over to you. Thank you, Jim. Hey, George. Good morning. Old, 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 old friend. Not, not <laughs> to imply that either of us are as old as dirt, but we certainly have a, a very long history going back a couple of decades. So speaking of history, let's talk a little bit about ACI's history because it's, boy, it's really had some major evolutions over the years. So why don't you share with us about where you've been, where you are, and where you want to go? Sure. Great. Hey, first of all, thanks for having me. I'm, uh, I'm excited. I'm honored. And uh, this is going to be, a, this will be some, some fun time. We spend the next half hour or so. You know, first of all, it's probably before I dive into history, it's because I'll forget if I don't, you know, because I'm old, 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 old. Um, <laughs> if I don't, if I don't talk about it now, I'll, I'll forget it. So um, th this has been an, an extremely event filled year, as you know, and, you know, we've been through a lot together. And I mean, we, I mean, we, I mean, everybody, I mean, you know, I mean, the GSEs, I mean, FHA, VA, I mean, our clients, appraisers and, and getting uh, consumers to the closing table. I really think appraisers have been the unsung hero in all of this. You know, when you think about everything that that's happened this year uh, from just historic interest rates and the number of transactions that have been pushed through the pipeline, and we still have a fixed number of appraisers. Um, I, I really think that the, the effort that, that our community of appraisers has put forth is, is heroic. On Veterans Day today, we've got, we've got an industry full of, of veterans uh, that are 50 something that, you know, my hat goes off to, to the, the, the men and women of our, of our industry. Agreed. So, so we, you know, with that said, Hey, we've been through, we've been through a lot together over the last, you know, uh, I'm in my fourth decade uh, with ACI and uh, you know, the, the, the company was, was founded by an appraiser, Richard Hine, who many of you know, I've taken, classes from over the years. And I don't want to spend too much time, you know, going through history, but in order to understand, you know, where we're going, I think we need to look back at our roots and see where, where we've come. So, you know, if you look back the early days of, of, let's just go back out in the field, you know, when orders, orders came into an appraiser over the phone, you know, um, somebody had to be at the office to take an order. We went out in the, we went out in the field with, with a camera, uh, with film, with, you know, some of the, the people who want to spend a little bit more money more money took an instant camera. Uh, we were dragging tape. Um, some people would drag a wheel, uh, pull a wheel, clipboard. You know, still a lot of people still carry a clipboard today. I remember having comp books in my car. You know, um, we used to call it panning for gold. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so comp books. I was going to courthouses, you know, going into the courthouse and going to the recorder's office, recorder deed. So dropping off reports at our clients uh, along with maybe with lunch. So those are kind of the old days. And Things have obviously changed over the years, but even if you look back at those at the old days, some I was going through. Um, I don't know if anyone remembers Henry Harrison's old magazine, Real Estate Valuation. Yeah. Uh, this is a 1997 copy. 1997, not that long ago. When you think about it, every other page in here is selling film. You know, film. Um, real estate graphics was selling rub-on arrows for our comp pages. 
you know. I um, love the rub on arrows. I kind of miss those. <laughs> yeah, and they got really, they got really, um, you know, they got creative when they started putting subject and comps and site. But, uh, you know, those were out there back then. Every other page in this magazine is film, pre-printed forms. You know, I remember back in some of our early days, I visited this uh, appraiser by the name of Jimmy Johnson, chief appraiser at Great Western Bank. And he was, he was proud as heck that they were, every one of their reports was handwritten. Um, he eventually he got religion and um, we brought him into the, into the, into the age of software. So, but some of those early days, appraisers really helped drive a lot of the automation. You know, a lot of people think, well, you know, I, I hear about appraisers are unreceptive to technology. That's, that's garbage. Appraisers have really kind of pulled us along through the Buck Rogers, through Buck Rogers days over the last 30 years. You know, when you look at some of the things that have advanced, we, we moved from all those archaic tools to, remember the fax machine took over the phone. The fax machine just changed our business because that's where all the orders went from phone to fax. And then we went from fax to um, standard forms and standard forms gave birth. The, the computer, the, the, the personal computer explosion really is what jettisoned our industry. So we started building, we had standardized forms when the URAR came out in the late, mid to late 80s. Uh, then it really took off. Uh, digital cameras came along and all of a sudden those film those film guys in the magazine they went away so we replaced we replaced the film with with digital cameras and well that was great you know it the one thing it did do it didn't necessarily reduce costs because our toner costs went through the roof and our film costs went away but what we did do is we shaved a day off the process you know there wasn't the one day film or the polaroid film was a little bit too pricey but the the digital cameras really that 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 camera technology really started to evolve and appraisers had a lot to do with that. Um, you might not realize that, but we were, at the time, we were the number one reseller of digital cameras in the world for Kodak Digital Science. Uh, oh, that's right. I've forgotten that. And that was because, it really was because superstores hadn't, hadn't really come to bear yet. Right. And, and this was really more of a B2B solution. So um, we had people from Rochester, New York, flying to Little Stevensville, Michigan, to talk to us about hey, can you tell us about these appraisers and how they're using this technology? Because we want to build a next generation camera. So, you know, I remember that we were prototyping this camera, which ended up, this is the DC-50. Um, Kodak came to town and we thought this thing was a tank. It was so big, you know. Um, I remember after, uh, after they left our office, one of our developers put a, the Logitech logo on a microwave and saying, well, here's the new Kodak camera, you know, because <laughs> it was so big. But a lot of the features that are in this camera were driven by appraisers. So, you know, it used to beep at us when you had like five, five photos left, those kind of things. So appraisers have had a lot to do with the, the modernization, so to speak, in the early days. So we went from that, digital cameras, personal computers, software, sketch. Um, we got rid of the, finally rid of the rub-on maps and we started getting electronic maps or um, integrated maps into our system. So that's, that's kind of, you know, I don't want to spend the whole day on that, but that's really where we where we've been and what really um i would say what really all those pieces coming to together form software uh you know form standard digital cameras sketch software that gave birth to being able to, to build an electronic appraisal go ahead joni you know got a yeah, question or a yeah comment? i i do can we go dial back even further since we're both older than dirt and let's talk about your dad for a minute because I want to share a little piece of history that most appraisers aren't aware of. I mean, there's a lot of appraisers 
that are aware that your dad developed the Green Hornet. But let, I want you to talk about who owned the form and the appraisal process. I, I think most appraisers today, because it's only you know been in their lifetime or their career span, that Fannie and Freddie have more or less owned the appraisal process. So share with appraisers in our audience about your dad's contribution to the origins of the form. Sure, I mean, love to. My my late father, uh, Greg Opelka, some, I think Lewis Allen once coined him as the the grandfather of the URAR. But right. prior prior to the uh, the URAR, you know, my my dad he worked for a lender, a savings loan actually, and eventually we're just a savings bank. Uh, but he he really he loved appraising, and it um, it helped feed a family with uh, nine kids. So, taught appraising in Chicago um, at back in the at back in the fifties, um, and really to help pay the bills. And the U.S. League hired my dad back in back at that point in time. Um, actually, he taught he taught appraising at the YMCA of all places in Chicago. It's kind of cool. So. Um, the U.S. League, no longer around, the U.S. League hired my dad as a consultant to build what they called back then the PRA-17. And this is, this is the Green Hornet. And PRA stands for President, Professional Residential Appraisal. You know, interesting, interestingly enough, it's got, you know, it's got three comps in a box. It's got three approaches to value. It's got like the same thing we have today. It just has a different look to it, you know. Um, it's got a grid with adjustments. It's got an income approach, you know, cost approach. Even has a, a, a spot on the front to, to draw your sketch you know, draw your sketch and staple your picture. So this form really was, I'd say the catalyst. This came out in 1960. It was originally uh, pitched to a bank in Indianapolis. I think it was Indianapolis Savings and Loan or Indianapolis Savings Bank. And they took a look at the form and they kind of laughed at it. And uh, it didn't have a name other than PRA 17. And they said, hey, take your little green hornet and get out of here. Well, green hornets stuck, you know, and it spread like wildfire just because of, you know, just had a just a cool connotation to yeah. it. Yeah. So the that form, you know, it it had it it really took root, had legs, and it became the, you know, you could say it became the the URAR of choice back in the sixties. As as you know, time went on, Fanny Fanny really led the way back then um, and worked worked closely with my dad. Actually it was Mark Simpson, I think it was not at Freddie, um, I believe. But Mark was really um he was spearheading the effort at Freddie and the uh, at the time uh, the Society of Real Estate Appraisers, I believe, um, hired my dad as a consultant to really to work hand in hand with Freddie, Freddie to or Fanny to come up with a, a URAR standard form. So the the URAR as we know it today was developed in the house that I grew up in, in um, in an application called BusyCalc, which eventually was acquired by Lotus Excel. So that form was really you could say it was an industry initiative that was driven largely by the Society of Real Estate Appraisers and and Fannie Mae. Um, and so Fannie and Freddie adopted the form. Was it? It was in the seventies, right? It may have been called something else, but the URAR was like eighty-six. I want to say. Oh, it was that it, late. Okay, I was thinking that the early um, forms were in the seventies. So okay. there, there, I think there. I think there were some other forms in between. Okay. But the URAR, as we know it today, was. I just remember because I, I had just taken my, my one-on-one class from the society from um, Dale Klosinski and Andy Burson, who I believe are both still around. But it was right about that time when I finished 101 was when that, that forum was going on tour with training classes around the country. And that's about the time that the PC was about ready to take off too. So when you think about the timing of standard forums, PC, it, that's really when yeah, it all that came was really together a, at, the, at the same time. Hey, it was hey, a perfect George. storm. 
Yeah. Let's take this as an opportunity before we get into um, today and the here and now to, to break for a commercial message. Thanks, Joan. Well, our first ad is from ACI. As a provider of innovative appraisal solutions for more than 40 years, ACI is a trusted industry leader. Join the thousands of appraisers and many of the largest appraisal companies that use the ACI software in U.S. and Canada to optimize their business. The ACI One individual plan is available today for $649 and includes forms and rules, sketch software, unlimited location and flood maps, public record data, ACI Open House, and more. For more information, visit ACIweb.com. Joan, back to you. Thank you, Jim. So, George, let's talk about what's going on in the appraisal world, you know, over the last year. 2020 has certainly been, as you introduced in the beginning, an eventful year. Tell us what you and ACI have been doing to assist you know, like you said, it's been an eventful year. Uh, my hat goes off to just so many people that really help help steer us all through this. You know, at at the end of the day, at ACI and and most people play in in my world, we color by number. You know, uh, we've got we've got um, our orders being handed us handed down to us from from the GSEs or from Washington, so to speak. So, you know, I, I think we were we were all heading in uh, we were all in modernization land already to some degree. Um, but when when the pandemic hit. I think if Fannie and Freddie were under the under the direction of of the regulator, that they had to spin up a solution, you know, in order to deal with the pandemic that would allow appraisers to continue on with with their trade and uh, but also do it with safety and soundness in mind. You know, I think that Fannie and Freddie collaborating in record time. I think I think and correct me or keep me honest, Joan. I believe they they spun up a a solution within ten days. Yeah, we we obviously introduced. You know, we had the CRN platform to introduce the new protocols to lenders and AMCs. And then, of course, that trickled down to the appraisal community. And, and the CRN provided that great feedback loop for the GSEs, like what's working, what's not working, what do we need to tweak? And that was, yeah, they, they moved quickly. They responded quickly. And the appraisal community responded quickly. It's amazing how smoothly that happened. You know, I think we had to do something, you know, whether or not I, I think there was, I think the GSEs were um, expecting greater adoption of the flexibilities and, and which didn't necessarily happen, but I still think we took the right steps, the right measures and people executed on those measures to, to, to provide the industry with options and really in the best interest of safety and soundness. Right. Um, so we really, what we did, we did five things to help the cause and, and to provide, you know, um, solutions. So the first thing we did is we provided updated, we updated addendum, updated uh, lending conditions, uh, scope of work certifications to accommodate the flexibilities. Um, in, in addition to those and putting those in our, in our appraiser facing ACI software, we also in, uh, embedded rules inside the software as well to make sure we kept appraisers on the right side of the road in the event that they were doing a, a desktop or or an exterior. So there's there's just measures that we had to take to make sure that um, really, um, so we didn't have this tremendous uh, re revision request kickback because somebody forgot to put, you know, exterior in the map reference field or they used the wrong form. So those are those are two of the five things that we did. Additionally, you know, we, in our world at ACI here, um, whether or not everybody, your entire audience knows, we kind of build, I often refer to as the pitcher and the catcher. You know, we build technology for, appraisers to uh, to assist in manufacturing appraisals. We also build compliance technology that sits between the appraiser and 
their client, whether it's the lender or uh, the the AMC. We've got we've got compliance technology that consumes um, appraisals and provides instant uh, feedback with respect to compliance. So we also had to, as a third step that we took in in supporting the flexibility, is we had to have compliance in place to support that initiative too. So. Um, we we updated the software, we updated the rules, but we also put a compliance um, component between the appraiser and, in most cases, the AMC. That would, would just be another one more step of um, double checking to make sure that if if an appraisal that had um, that leverage of flexibilities was in play, that we were able to make sure we would we could make sure that that was in compliance. So that was number three. Number four, we built like everybody else in the industry, we built a we built a, a homeowner inspection app. Um, it's extremely interesting that everybody seemed to have an app. It made sense for us to do it. You know, we're, you know, we work very closely with appraisers and in support of the, in support of the flexibilities, we provided a solution that would allow an appraiser to, to send a survey or an order um, or link um, to a homeowner to basically to, to do a, a survey on the, on the subject property. Take some photos um, with all the, the technology in place to, to ensure that the, that we, we geotag the photos, we timestamp the photos and all those kind of things. And then that data would then, would be then delivered back to the appraiser so they could consume that into their appraisal reports. In, in addition to the inspection information, we also created a, a PDF um, of everything that was captured, including all the photos that may or may not make it into the report so that they could put that into their work file as well. So that was, that was number four. And um, the, the, the fifth piece of innovation that we, provided in support of the flexibilities is we introduced uh, an integration with a service called PropMix, which I believe you're familiar with. And, uh, and PropMix is really a, you can think of it as a, a window into an MLS that an appraiser can leverage using their own credentials and do a, they can search their MLS, they can, you know, sift and sort through their MLS. But if, if a property is, if a subject property is listed, they can pretty much do a drive-by, a scan by, a scan of the, the aerial, collect information on the subject property, and pull that back into their form software, even with a, um, a UAD translation on it. So those are really the five steps that we took in, in support of, of the flexibilities. Okay. Well, let me interrupt one more time with a commercial message, uh, Jim. Thanks, Joan. We have a message from AMROC. Appraisers that work for AMROC love them so much. We always hear at Valuation Expo, the, the staff appraisers that they have love their parties and everything. But right now, AMROC is hiring more staff appraisers. Your best career move starts at amrock.com slash careers. So you can sign up now. Joan, back to you. Thank you, Jim. Now let's talk about the future a little bit. And let's talk about appraisal, modernization, sort of what does it mean in the broader sense? And, um, and then what is ACI doing to modernize the process? Yeah, good question. Um, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic. We're, hopefully, we're, we're not in the middle. Hopefully, we're towards the end of a pandemic, you know. But um, what the pandemic has done, you know, because modernization already started, as we know it. What modernization was, the modernization process really started pre-pandemic. And that was a, a directive that was given to the GSEs, you know, to um, really to work independently on. I, I don't think everyone really understands what, what all the, the whole modernization process looks like. Um, I think the UAD and forms redesign often gets confused as modernization. Well, it's not. Um, UAD uh, and forms redesign is already in play. That's a separate initiative where, and, and that's collaborative also. So you've got 
you've got Fannie and Freddie working very closely at the at the direction of of FHFA to to come up with that next generation digitization of the appraisal process. And we talk a lot about that in CRM too. We've talked about that over the last 10 years, you know. So, and if you look back at um, look back at UAD, believe it or not, this is our 10 year anniversary. This thing came out 10 years ago. So um, we've learned a lot, you know. Um, I think every everyone's learned a lot. Appraisers have provided tremendous feedback to the, you know, up back up to the GSEs and their clients and to the industry to CRN. So we've learned a lot about that. So that's while it's not part of modernization, you can't help but not talk about it. So and I think that's fair because because modernization will impact UAD. It will impact the forms redesign. So um, and we can come back to that. So um, so that's the that's one piece. So. Um, but in terms of modernization, we've got, you know, we have Fannie and Freddie both going down, you know, their paths of modernization. And there's all kinds of things that, that were in play. And, you know, they often refer to it as test and learn. I think we've heard those two, those two words. Um, I, I call them test and learn and test and burn. And I don't mean that in a bad way, you know, because we learn by burn, you know, you don't touch the stove the second time. So I think it's been a, a tremendous learning process for all of us. There's been a lot of appraisers out there that have been part of the process, providing both positive feedback as well as constructive feedback. Some of the, the modernization initiatives out there, um, you know, revolve around, you know, bifurcation, you know, as, as part of the process um, where a third party does the inspection. I, I think there's been um, concern by the appraiser. Around bifurcation, a lot of it. Some of it's some of the the feedback, at least that you read about in the blogs and, and hearing at conferences, just through interacting with other professionals. Some of that stems from not trusting the data from a third party, because there's nobody's eyes that are better than mine. You know, there's that. There's also concern over fees. You know, if somebody else is doing the inspection, then then I'm only going to get half. And you know, so and those are real concerns that I think we need to voice during during this, this test and learn process, because it's important. Um, and if we want to get to the truth, we want a solution that works, it's got to work for everybody. It can't just work for one side. So I think some of those, um, some of those things are going to come to, um, we'll, get, we'll, we'll get an answer to these questions. But the, and I, I think that, um, and I think it was in January, Joan, again, you can keep me honest, but I believe the, I think regulators stepped in and paused modernization then. Um, Right around January. Well, they paused the hybrid um, pilots. Right. Uh, yes. So, and I think that was, you know, uh, I, one, and I don't think that had anything any to do with pandemic. So, but I think it was smart. Correct. I think it was, was actually. Pre, that was pre-pandemic, yes. And I, I, that was a good move. Um, and, and looking back, I think, it, I think it was a brilliant move, but not because, because things were, weren't working. I think we needed to pause and reflect and adjust. And I think that's happening because I don't think, I really don't think modernization stopped. And I think what happened is the pandemic, if anything, accelerated out of necessity. You know, we moved from need definitely drove speed. And I've heard things that um, not in just our industry across the whole world, but I think the pandemic has accelerated modernization across multiple industries. And I've heard numbers up to five years, who knows, maybe even 10, you know, I don't know. We, we've definitely have made progress the technology has something to do with it. We've learned that the, the LiDAR technology on the phones is, is doing things like 3D scan, making 3D scans a reality. Uh, and I'm not saying that's the answer yet either, but I think we're, we're getting closer to an answer with modernization. Um, and I think that, those, um, that technology and those, um, that solution, those solutions will be, will, will be baked into a workflow that makes sense, that will um, allow, will still continue to provide the, the, the public trust 
that's um, currently embedded in the appraisal process today. I think that's that's really most important. I think appraisers need to really understand that. I, you know, I, I, I keep hearing, well, appraisers need to embrace this technology. Appraisers already embrace this technology and they've done it for 40 years. Um, and that's not a sell job. That's just the truth. They, they, in the early days, they took us here because lenders would take, they would take an appraisal on, on the back of a, of, a, of a napkin. So now that we're able to, you know, we're able to, with technology, uh, enterprise level technology, we're able to, you know, um, operationalize it then this whole thing is just going to get better for all of us. You know, I, in my I agree. I, I think it's exciting times. And, um, you know, it just reminds me of the, the old adage, necessity is the mother of invention. And you're, you're absolutely right. The pandemic, uh, in all its ugliness, though, has, has uh, inspired a lot of uh, technical advances during this, during this difficult time. Well, in closing, George, any uh, final thoughts, words of wisdom um, that you want to share with the appraisal community? Uh, you know, I would, again, the first thing I'm going to say is thanks, uh, just because, because we are all in this together. And, I, you know, I think that, you know, your staff included, Joan, uh, this is a tough year for, for everything you guys do in, in, in terms of bringing the, the industry together with um, setting up. Uh, making best efforts to pull together a virtual trade shows and keeping CRN and education moving forward. You know, that's um, hopefully next year we're all meeting face to face, but other things I would, you know, my, I guess my, my leaving advice would be talk to your clients, you know, listen to your clients first, you know, and continue to give feedback as you, um, as if you're invited to participate in a, in a modernization program, I would encourage you to do it because it's your chance to, to help the process. And at the same time, set yourself up for success as, as um, UAD and the new forms redesign hits the street. There hasn't been a, a date assigned to that. And I think for a lot, a number of reasons, but I also think the pandemic um, really, it, it gave us reason to pause, but it also gave us, um, an opportunity to accelerate and take in more solutions. So um, just be prepared. I, I think there's a, a great opportunity for, for everyone to participate and, and help move the industry forward. Agreed. Jim, do you have one final um, commercial message for us? Absolutely. You know, we can't bring in these podcasts without our sponsors. Our third and final sponsor for today is Clearbox. Clearbox is a vendor management platform connecting qualified appraisers with both lenders and AMCs. Save time and money and create your universal approval package that can be forwarded to anyone at any time. If you need to expand, diversify, or upgrade your client list, register today at clearbox.com. Use the coupon code CLEAR10 to save $10 off your background check. Joan and George, thank you so much. That was a great discussion. I really appreciate your time today. And thank you for our listeners for joining us as well. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we look forward to hearing from you next time. If you have an idea for a future Buzzcast or would like to be interviewed, reach out to us at info at appraisalbuzz.com. If you're not a subscriber already, make sure to hit that subscribe button. Thanks so much and we'll talk to you soon.